Hi, I'm Toby Jones, awards-nominated storyteller. On this show, I'm going to share universal folktales, legends, and fables that have captured imaginations and provided lessons for generations. These tales will be presented as they were originally written, in their entirety. So please, gather around the campfire, open up your little ears, and enjoy Toby's Tall Tales. This installment of Toby's Tall Tales is brought to you by Blood. It's red, and you're full of it. For more information on Blood, please take a look underneath your skin. Today's episode, Rhubarb Rhubarb, written by Morgan Davy. Long ago, there was a woman by the name of Rhubarb. Rhubarb lived in a sleepy village on the edge of a forest in a little cottage she built herself. She had a lovely garden to take care of, and she enjoyed painting pictures of the many flowers that grew in it. Rhubarb lived a happy and fulfilling life, always excited for the next adventure that was to come and never dreading the unexpected. Rhubarb's friends and family were very dear to her. Each Sunday, she would call her mother and father and they would discuss all the important and unimportant things that were happening in their lives. Hello! Each Wednesday evening, Rhubarb's friend Hyacinth would stop by for a supper and a chat. Hey, ya pal! And each Friday night, Rhubarb tuned in to the radio program hosted by her friend Barry. And the song goes out to a very special lady named Rhubarb. She was very grateful to know and love so many wonderful people. <sighs> One day, a very tall house sprung up next door to her little cottage. Hmm, looks like I have a new neighbor. I'd better say hello. Though she had kind of a strange feeling about him, she immediately set to work crafting a batch of her famous chocolate chip cookies for the newcomer. When the cookies were ready, she arranged them delicately on her favorite tray, walked down the street, and rang the doorbell at the new house. What are you doing in my yard? Sorry to bother you, but I'm Rhubarb, your next door neighbor. I just wanted to stop by so I could introduce myself and welcome you to the neighborhood. Would you like some chocolate chip cookies? The door stayed closed. Boy, that's pretty stupid, lady. Don't you know I hate chocolate chips and also cookies? You're making some pretty broad assumptions about me by bringing those over. Now take your junk food and get off my property. Rhubarb was taken aback. She was not expecting her new neighbor to be so rude. Still, she should have anticipated that he didn't like chocolate or cookies, and she had invaded his property without invitation. That sort of thing could make anyone upset. She walked back home with her cookie tray and decided it was best to give the new neighbor some space. But she couldn't help feeling bad about their encounter. The next morning, Rhubarb was out in her garden planting flowers when the new neighbor fired up his lawnmower and began pushing it around his yard. She gave him a polite smile as he passed dangerously close to her plot of pansies. He stopped the mower right there and gave her an incredulous stare. If you spent half as much effort with your garden as you do bothering me, your hideous yard might start to look decent. Rhubarb instantly felt terrible. She loved caring for her garden, but had never considered that it was ugly. It's a good thing he warned me. Everyone must be laughing about it behind my back. I'll need to devote a lot more time if I want my yard to look presentable. On Wednesday night, Hyacinth arrived for their standing supper date with a large strawberry cake in hand. Hey, Rhubarb. Oh, Hyacinth. Boy, do I have a story to tell you. You know that guy at the grocery store, Hawthorne? Well, he said that he saw your new neighbor at the farmer's market on Saturday. But Rhubarb was occupied with yard work. Uh, I'm far too busy to chat tonight. Why don't you come back next week? Thursday arrived and Rhubarb was still busily working on her garden. 
She had purchased hundreds of new flowers, shrubs, and trees from the local nursery and was carefully arranging them in the best possible formations when the new neighbor walked out to pick up his newspaper. I saw one of your paintings hanging in the post office yesterday. I can't believe someone would let you display that terrible trash in public. Oh. She had already been questioning her painting skills and this confirmed once and for all that she was truly untalented. She set down her gardening tools and went inside for her painting supplies, determined to prove the new neighbor wrong. All of my other paintings are bad, yes, but this one, this will be a masterpiece. As she picked up her paintbrush and stared at the blank canvas, the new neighbor's words played over and over in her head. The thoughts of her complete incompetence overwhelmed her and she decided that Maybe she should just lie down for a moment. Days went by and she still had not left her bed. She forgot to listen to Barry's radio program on Friday night and she didn't even feel like calling her parents that Sunday. Hello and welcome back to Barry's Late Night Radio and Rhubarb, I do hope you're listening because this one goes out to you. If you're not listening, it sure would be a shame. This is Barry, sending one out to Rhubarb. Why bother when everyone knows what a failure I am? She received a phone call on Monday. It was from the new neighbor. Still just lying around, huh? What a boring, sad person you are. Rhubarb was tired of feeling so badly. It was not like her. This phone call was the last straw. Why must you constantly insult me? Honestly, I just find it amusing to make you unhappy. Rhubarb didn't like to have her buttons pushed. And she didn't want to give up on the things she enjoyed simply because the new neighbor found fault with them. She hung up the phone. On Wednesday, Hyacinth once again arrived for supper. This time, Rhubarb was ready with her famous macaroni and cheese. And so naturally, the whole thing turned into a huge ordeal and Hawthorne is still mad at me! Oh no! Well, he'll just have to get over it, won't he? Halfway through the meal, the new neighbor passed by the open kitchen window. Wow, that smells so awful! I disagree, but I can help ease your suffering. With a calm smile, she gently closed the window. She and Hyacinth continued their visit without a second thought about their new neighbor. Thursday arrived and Rhubarb was out in the garden painting flowers when she noticed the new neighbor rushing toward her. He opened his mouth and began to say something, but Rhubarb cut him off. Hi, neighbor. She immediately placed her headphones over her ears and turned her attention back to painting the hydrangeas. He stood there for a moment in complete disbelief before storming away. <laughs> well, that's just terrible. She's not worth it, I guess. I think she's... <laughs> Rhubarb watched him walk away with a smile on her face. From then on, she knew that his only joy in life was bothering her, and she had taken away that power. The new neighbor had become old news. So what is the moral of our story today? Well, isn't it obvious? Anyone who criticizes or disagrees with you must be stupid and bad because you are always perfect and infallible. Everything you do, say, or create is untouchable and objectively excellent. So make sure to never listen to what anyone else says. And that includes me. The end. This has been Toby's Tall Tales. Thank you for spending time with me. This episode was written by Morgan Davey. It featured the voices of Madeline Carypel, Owen Dennis, Mary Nash, Justin Michael, Kat Morris, and Ben Hansen. Edited and mixed by Jared Madura. Logo designed by Morgan Davey.